Uh, hi, hi, and welcome to another episode of uh, the Adventist Voice Podcast. It is morning again. Um, today is the morning of Thursday, and um, I, I had really missed uh, recording an episode. And uh, today, while I was reading um, Psalms chapter 23, I just thought that this was something that I could, you know, kind of uh, share with you, my audience. And... Wow, I, I looked at the, I, I record these episodes through Anchor, and Anchor has really improved their UI, so thank you Anchor, and right now I can see the number of followers on Spotify, I can see the audience size, I can see uh, so many metrics um, about our podcast, and I really thank you, the audience, because this podcast has grown because of you, and because of the grace of God, um, so a lot has happened since we recorded um, last week, uh, no, last month. If you are um, very keen, then you know that so much has happened. Uh, an earthquake took away 20,000 lives in Turkey. Um, elections happened in Nigeria uh, recently. And, you know, there's hue and cries all over. Um, there's drought and um, lack of food shortage. There's a very severe food shortage in Britain currently. There's so many things going on around the world, but there are also good things that are going on around the world. And what is surprising to me is, um, you know, that the, the world is, is just turning upside down. There's, there's so many things that I'm seeing. There's so much that is happening that... Uh, you, you really wonder where where we are going, you know, as as, as a race, as a human race. But I, I thank God um, uh, through, uh, I thank God through his servant David, who foresaw some of these things, um, you know, as, as, as far back as when David was alive. And David's belief in God and David's... Um, faith in God was really astounding. So I just want to read for you uh, what he says in Psalms chapter 11. But the focus of this this recording is not really Psalms chapter 11, but it is Psalms chapter 23. But uh, I'm going to tie it in uh, to several verses, um, also Ephesians chapter 5. Uh, but starting from... Um, Psalms chapter 11, but before we do that, I would wish for us to say a short prayer before we begin. Thank you, Jehovah Father, for this Thursday morning, as we want to discuss your word with the audience. Jehovah God, I pray that you may might plant this word in their hearts, and that you may also plant it in my heart, Jehovah God, that it may find a fertile ground to grow, Jehovah my Father, so that it can impact our lives, Jehovah my Lord, and prepare us for your second coming. But we may also embolden us, Jehovah God, to go out into the world, Jehovah my Father, and to reap the, the, the harvest, Jehovah my Lord God. Because the, the harvest is ripe, but you're saying that the workers are few. Jehovah my Father, your soon return is imminent, Jehovah God. And I pray that my audience, Jehovah God, that whoever is listening to me right now might wake up from slumber, Jehovah God. That I too might wake up from our slumber of sin and from our slumber of uh, complacent living, Jehovah God, my Father, and conforming to the patterns of this world. Father, Jehovah, my Father, may cleanse, Jehovah, my Lord, our robes 
readiness to meet you, Jehovah God, when you come into the clouds. Bless our lives in all spheres, Jehovah my Father, with our relationships, Jehovah God, with our, our works and our jobs and our businesses, in our marriages, in our parenting, parenting, Jehovah God. Bless Jehovah my Father each and every sphere, Jehovah my Lord God. Bless our churches. Bless everyone, Jehovah my Father, including our rulers and our our governments. Thank you, Jehovah my Father, for this chance to talk to this audience once again and to talk to someone, Jehovah God, in China, in India, in Nigeria, in Senegal, Jehovah God, in the United States, in Australia, in Finland, in the UK, Jehovah God, <laughs> everywhere, Jehovah God, in New Zealand, whether uh, wherever my listener is listening from, may you bless them and may you uh, grow them spiritually and answer their prayers according to your riches in glory. For this is my prayer in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. Um, I want to read uh, slowly chapter 11 of Psalms. And it says, uh, To the chief musician, a psalm of David. So in the New King James Version that I'm using, um, it's a fancy New King James Version for specifically made for youths. And it says that faith in the Lord's righteousness. So David was expressing his faith in the Lord's righteousness, even in times when things were tough, when things were thick, when evil was surrounding him all around. And David was somebody who faced so much evil. And in in Psalms chapter 11, he says that in the Lord I put my trust, that is verse 1. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string, that they may shoot secretly at the heart, at the right, at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the rushers do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids tests the son of man. The Lord tests the rushers, but the wicked and the one who loves violence, his soul hates. Upon the wicked he will rain coals, fire and brimstone, and a burning wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteousness, he loves righteousness, his countenance beholds the upright. This verse is really powerful, um, and I love it because the first time that I, I had uh, this verse being expounded, I know my friend Belinda will be listening to this. So the first time that I really heard this uh, this chapter being expounded was when I was listening to a sermon uh, by a pastor or by a bishop from Sitam. So my friend Belinda uh, goes to Sitam. Uh, Sitam is a, an evangelical church in Kenya, a really powerful church for that. And the sermon of that day uh, was focused on if the foundations are destroyed, what can the rushers do? And you, and you know that a lot of foundations um, have been destroyed. I mean, when the Lord created the world, I, I, I usually go back to what the Lord was saying in Genesis chapter or chapter 1, um, after he had created everything. You know, after he had created the world, each, at every, each and every day, he, he would look at what he had created. And he would, he would say something very important that he saw that it was good. After, his, his, after he created light and the heavenly beings, he looked at them in their magnificence and he pronounced that they were good. After he had created man 
and the woman and put them in the garden of Eden, this garden that he planted beautifully with waterfalls and all. He looked at it and he said, it was all good. So the things that the Lord created were all good. The foundation that the Lord created was all good. The foundation that is marriage, you know, God looked at it after he had married Adam to Eve and he said that marriage was good. You know, God looked at the garden, the things that he had planted, the planet, the way it was virgin and, you know, very nice looking and he said that it was all good. God created so many things, you know, he created sex between, you know, a man and a woman and he said it is all good, you know, in the context that he, he, he put it in. But then come, along comes the devil and the devil's aim since um, his rebellion in heaven has always to be uh, to supplant God. And so the devil set on the path of undoing everything good that God had done. I mean, you can just look at the world right now, the divorce rates, um, the rebellious children, the killing that is going on, on, you know, wanton killing by armies, wanton killing by individuals, by mercenaries, wanton killing by terrorists. The, the world is in chaos. You know, the world has even turned against its inhabitants. 20,000 people die in Turkey. And it makes headlines for a few days. And then after that, people are back to normal. The, the foundations have been destroyed. The foundations have truly, truly been destroyed. I mean, I, 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 sometimes sometimes if, if you are so much into social media, and, you know, you get barraged by, by a lot of information that, are, that is coming um, from all parts of the world, then... You, you really get, first of all, to see how chaotic the world is, but then also how, you know, how, uh, how I, I don't know how to describe it, but one of the things that really confounds me is how, as a human, as a human race, how, as a people, we are, we are finally uh, drifting away from the belief and from the truth that there are only two genders to the belief that they are, they, anybody can pick the gender they want, okay? We are drifting away from the foundation that marriage is between man and a woman to the belief that, you know, someone can marry whoever they want, okay? And whatever they want. And soon maybe we can marry cabbages. <laughs> we can marry... I, saw, I actually saw somebody who was married to a cabbage. We can marry objects. Um, people have married objects. People have married... Uh, various things and so you you really you really feel so painful you know david david in several parts of his psalms he says that he hates the wicked and what they do he abhors evil and what they do you know he cannot have afford to have wickedness you know in his presence and as 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 a true christian as a follower of christ when you see some of these things you not only wonder but you get angry at how the devil is twisting humanity i mean I, I want us to realize something, that the enemy is not your evil, your fellow man. The enemy has is always, always, always Satan. Satan will is wrathful. The book of Revelation says that he has come into the world and is wrathful with humanity. He is wrathful with the sons of God. Okay, and I I, I think that as young people because. 
this 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 podcast is um the majority of the listeners are between 18 and 27 and that 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 category or that demographic we are influenced by a lot of things especially if you are on the walk of sanctification it becomes super hard at some point you know trying to ignore the calls of the world for you to join in the frenzy of what is going on the world will be joined will be beckoning you into several things several distractions you know there's football uh there's generally sports there's um movies there's music that is coming out each and every second there's there's so much happening okay but I, I, something else that could also erode our values as christians and our belief is conformity you know and conformity does not always mean that you participate but that you tolerate you know something you tolerate and you accept and slowly by slowly hollywood is is having us accept that it's normal for a man to date a man for a woman to date another woman for such of some some such things to happen and we are told either not to care or to accept so you either tolerate or you accept so if you are tolerating then it means that it's not affecting your life so you let it go on but if you're accepting then there's also a chance for you uh participating in it you know and having um a hand in it in 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 its enablement uh david was asking that if the foundations are destroyed what can the rashers do presently there's there's very little that the rashers can do you know minus god minus christ this there's, there's very little that the rashers can do and the same same verse david now comes with a remedy or a comfort after he asked that question he says but wait the lord is in his holy temple so the lord was still even now the lord is still is in, in his holy temple the lord's throne is still in heaven and his eyes behold his eyes tests the sons of men so the lord is is still seeing some of the things that are happening so it it, it might not it might seem like nothing is happening that the lord is not um acting even to open blasphemy you know people blaspheme god openly people i mean at this point i think the one of the, the saddest things that i always see is is people saying that there's no god like debating heartily that there's no that there's no god that there was no architect to the way this this human um this this universe functions so synchronously you know somebody would would argue somebody with a phd would argue super 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 hard against the belief that there is a god you know and it it's even worse with christ i mean christ is openly ridiculed something that even buddha or even mohammed you cannot dare uh ridicule mohammed that way but jesus is blasphemed each and every day and it seems like you know it may seem like god is too powerful too too powerless to act but david says that the lord is still testing the rashes 
but the wicked and the ones who loves violence his soul hates okay now I want us to I want us to be encouraged because this is a verse about encouragement um I want us to be encouraged in something that do not let your your faith slip away do not conform to the patterns of this world that is the the message message from Romans it may seem overwhelming the darkness may seem overwhelming at some point because we are slowly inching into the midnight you remember the story <coughs> sorry you remember the story of uh, the parable of the 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 the, the, the 10 virgins so about midnight you know when they fell asleep about midnight when you know sleep had overcome them and all of them slumbered that is the time that the bridegroom came okay and i've ever covered this topic in another episode whereby i've talked about the parable of the the foolish and the wise virgins and some of the meanings of the symbolism that is used in that parable that midnight is really really significant you know uh to that whole story and to the story that we need to tell you know whenever we are preaching that we are inching into the 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 kind of quote unquote uh, spiritual midnight where all forms of godliness will disappear and the spirit of god will slowly be withdrawn away from the earth and so when if you if you are surviving in the midnight without the spirit of god that you had kept for yourself you know when you had when the spirit of god was already living in you you will find it hard to even believe you know because it is actually the spirit that convicts the heart to believe in the statutes of god and in the commandments of god you cannot believe actually in in christ minus the spirit and you cannot be sustained minus the holy spirit that is the work of the holy spirit to convict men and into sin and so as we inch i i i really want you to open your eyes uh brethren if you can feel uh, what i'm talking about i really want you to open your eyes open your prophetic eyes and read so much the book of revelation and the book of daniel again and again and really really get to internalize what is happening around you you know the earthquakes are not happening just because they decided to happen world hunger is not happening because it's just deciding to happen it's just coincidence you know wars are not happening uh, and pestilences are not happening because all of a sudden we have gotten to the point where we need pestilences as a human race and whether it is human made whether it is um natural or human made uh, or uh, you know as humans have a hand in it it doesn't matter jesus is predicting such things in matthew chapter 24 and he says that as is as is um coming draweth near you know it he likes any he likens it to the pangs of labor pain that accompanies a woman as she nears uh, giving birth and so he says that when this labor pain starts you know they are far between okay the contractions of the womb are far between but as the 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 coming of the baby gets nearer as the birth gets nearer and nearer they become shorter shorter and more powerful and more violent and so the woman screams so much and you know that labor this this woman this this baby is going to be delivered in a, in a few few days in a few hours i mean or a few minutes 
and it is tragic it, it, it is tragic if after we have preached all these sermons after we have believed after we have read the bible from cover to cover that we should miss heaven just because we slumbered and we did not carry extra oil into the into the wedding banquet um Psalms chapter no not not Psalms but Ephesians chapter 5 in Ephesians chapter 5 Paul warns the the church in Ephesus and uh, <clears throat> he says I'm just going to read it quickly uh up to um verse 19 uh but be imitators of God therefore as beloved children and walk in love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant sacrificial offering to God but among you as is proper among the saints there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed nor should there be obscenity foolish talk or crude joking which are out of this of character but rather thanksgiving for of this you can be sure that no immoral impure or greedy person that is that is an idolater so presently people love money so much i mean every advert is talking about get more money get this latest car get this latest clothes do this build this house buy this house you know we we have slowly been trained into idolatry you know through the guise of materialism and advertisements and and so that our mind is always chasing money i mean the only thing that you always think about when you wake up is not even to devote a few minutes to god but thinking about what you are going to do that day to earn you money and this is idolatry believe it or not this is idolatry i'm not saying that we should not uh, pursue excellence in our careers or in anything that we do but god says that in everything that we do we should put him first so are you putting god first you know in your life when you wake up in the morning what's the first thing that you think about when you go to bed um every day are you are you reading uh the latest motivational book that can help you get further in your career or are you grounding yourself uh sleeping with the word of god so that you wake up the next day refreshed and Uh, Paul says that no immoral impure or greedy person that is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God let no one deceive you with empty words for because of such things the wrath of God is coming on the sons of disobedience therefore do not be partakers with them i mean we had the pope say the other day that you know uh the church should allow um i uh the 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 gays and the homosexuals to be part of the um, of the congregation there's nothing wrong with that statement i mean if they can come to church and you know hear the word of god and be converted uh then it is good but i i know that what he meant was that the church and the government the government should stop pursuing Uh, persecuting these people which is is not right in in it in in, in its case because we, if you persecute um a sinner then you sit essentially in the seat of judgment of god which is reserved of god uh but then paul also says that let us not be deceived by empty words okay let us be discernful to know what really matters and what does not matter in some of these pronouncements so when he says for instance that you know the church cannot marry gays but uh, they are accepted as part of the congregation and you know how the nature of the church is then you are saying 
that there's no need for you to convert these people but if they if they really wanted to be part um they, they really want any any church ceremony then we cannot do that because we don't do that to to this demographic or to this group of people which which is ironic uh because why would you accept somebody in church and then lock them out of some cer- ceremonies so there's a lot of confusion around we are being confused by this and then that that is being said this it is it is just crazy and it's a, a crazy time to be alive um in verse 8 Paul says in verse 8 of some of Ephesians chapter 5 he, he says that for you were once in darkness but now you are light you are light in the lord walk as children of light for the fruit of light consists in all goodness righteousness and truth test and prove what pleases god i repeat that test and prove what pleases god there's so many things that do not please god there's so many things that you may think uh, please god you know you may think that uh, the way you dress the way you talk especially the way you talk might be pleasing to god or god doesn't care but he does so test and prove what pleases the lord then verse 11 he says that have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds of darkness but rather expose them for it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret but everything exposed by the light becomes visible for everything that is illuminated become a light itself so it is said wake up o sleeper rise up from the dead and christ will shine in you verse 15 he says that pay careful attention then to how you walk not as wise but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil therefore do not be foolish but understand what what the will the lord's will is and do not get drunk on wine which leads to rec- reckless indiscretion instead be filled with the spirit then verse 19 I'll finish it says that speak to one another with psalms hymns and spiritual songs sing and make music in your hearts to the lord always giving thanks to god the father for everything in the name of our lord jesus christ amen i just want us to to move on to um to the encouragement in psalms chapter 23 now psalms chapter 23 you have you've had it being talked about and maybe you've read it several times but it is really an encouragement for us who are living in this uh in this end times because there's no more time i mean i've really said uh in my heart and i believe it in my heart also that i don't think that this world we are going to get um to another century i mean i don't think not another century but another millennium i don't see this world getting to 2999 so that we getting to 3000 the year 3000 i really believe that god is preparing his forces and is preparing his angelic um, host to come and redeem the rashes and i pray that that might be sooner than 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 we think it is but that we may, might also be be found prepared uh but as we live in this world and as we face uh, some of the things that we are facing i want you to be encouraged by the book of psalms chapter 23 and he says and i want you to listen to this word again you know really deeply and what david was saying about god in this chapter because you might have read it before that the lord is my shepherd oh, i shall not want 
but i really want you to internalize what these words mean vis vis-a-vis what is happening around you and how high the chances are that the evil that you are facing right now could swallow you and so when you're walking in the valley of the shadow of death you know <laughs> it really it really is comforting to know that the lord is your rod and staff you know and the bible says that the lord is my shepherd i shall not want jesus says that i'm the good shepherd the bad shepherd the, the fake shepherd sees the wolves come and he scatters and he leaves the sheep to be devoured by the enemy but he's the good shepherd it says that the lord is my shepherd i shall not want i mean this david was saying this knowing what very well what the role of a shepherd was because david shepherded his father's sheep in the de- in the in the deserts and in and in the wilderness for so long you know as a teenager and that is where he grew his skills at tackling enemies and you know killing bears and lions and he says that the lord is my shepherd i shall not want okay it the the, the fact that the lord is your shepherd it, you shall not want i mean you shall not be in want of clothes you shall not be in want of food you shall not be in want of of rent you shall not be in want of your mortgage payments you shall not be in want of anything that you desire if that if you make the lord your shepherd and you be, become his obedient sheep not listen to what people says about oh you know why do you believe in god in 2023 i mean do not listen to what these people are saying the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters he restores my soul he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake david was essentially describing what what he was doing to to sheep you know his sheep his father's sheep when he was in in the wilderness he likens it to what the lord is doing that he will make you lie down in green pastures okay and then he will lead you beside the still waters it shall restore he restores my soul he leads me in the paths of righteousness so david as he's leading his his flock in he likens them to what god might do to the people who are righteous yeah though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and staff they comfort me that is so comforting i mean the world is evil you cannot imagine how evil the world is i i i, I if our eyes were open like the eyes of balam so that we may see the struggle that is happening in the spiritual realm and how the the angels of god fight every day against the princes of persia you know david uh, in in daniel um daniel's prayer delays for like 21 days because the angel was fighting the prince of persia you know the evil prince of persia and if if you could be if if revelations could come to us like that so that we could just see what things the lord protects us from each and every day you could be amazed i mean people people live with their friends you go for um, a road trip and they don't come back you know and we have heard of some miraculous ex- escapes where just an a small excuse you know you are doing something and you are too busy to go along with them and just like that your life has been spared from that accident so the lord prevents us from so many things in, in the last episode i talked about the, the god who sees ahead 
I mean, God has seen uh, so much in in our lives, and He has planned all our days. And so, all He needs is for us to trust in Him and um to have unshakable faith in Him, that He is directing our path, and the way that He is leading us is the way of righteousness. God is not evil, and He is not enticed by evil that He should lead you astray. Even if it delays, even if the good things that you have been praying for delays, God is not foolish. He is not like man that he should lie. And he says that, yeah, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, and your rod and your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David promises himself that, yeah, I'm going to dwell in the house in the presence of the Lord forever, and I pray that that is my that should be your aim, and my aim also. That is also some of the prayers, one of the prayers that I pray each and every day, that I will always dwell in the presence of God, however difficult it becomes, however dark the world may appear. However far off gone that I may be, I've gone from the Lord. I always pray that the Lord always brings me back to the fold. I know that you may, you may have gone so far from God, and you think that there's no point. You have even lost the road of return. You don't know how to return to the Lord. But just like sheep can be, can bleat into the wilderness, and the 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 keen shepherd that is Christ will hear that that single um, sheep and bring it back to the fold. Christ says that if even if one sheep out of 99, you know, were to get lost out of um, his fold, he would leave the 99 and go for the single sheep that has been lost and bring it back. That is how good of a shepherd God is. He will never, the desire of God, he says it in Ezekiel chapter 33, that he has never been interested in the death of the wicked. As long as I live, says the Lord. I don't know whether it's Ezekiel chapter 33 or uh, chapter 34. But as long as I live, says the Lord, I've never been interested in the death of the wicked. So let us not be like Cain, whereby, you know, Cain after he had killed Abel and the Lord is um, remonstrating with him and and asking him, what have you done? You know, Cain, instead of repenting and being sorry, because he, he could have been forgiven, he could have found forgiveness. He was, he, he, he just went haywire and said, you know, why are you asking me about Abel? You know, I'm not his keeper. And when God pronounces judgment on him, Cain thinks that the Lord is being unfair. You know, you are being unfair, God. I mean, if people were to find me now, they would they would kill me. And let us not be let us not be like Cain, but let us go back to the Lord in repentance. If you have gone far from the Lord, just just retrace your steps. Just think about just think about the days um, that the Lord was your shepherd. Job uh, thinks about uh, I don't know whether which book in Job, but the Job Job at one point sits and he thinks about the times that the Lord hedged him um, about, you know, the, uh, when he, he ex was experiencing the goodness of the Lord. And sometimes we need to have those moments when we have gone too far away from God just to think about the days when we had God on speed dial. 
the days when you, you would pray and pray in the spirit, when you would sing and sing in the spirit, the days when you really had that connection with God. How was life back then? And Jesus says that he has come into the world, you know, to give joy and to give joy in abundance. So there's no way then that Christ could be lying, that in fact joy can be gotten through other ways, but he was insisting that we only get it through him. I'm really convinced that there's no out, there's no joy, there's no happiness, there's no fulfillment out of Christ. The fulfillment that the world offers only lasts for a little time. It is fleeting. However much money that you think that you may have, however much uh, education that you think that you may have, however uh, happy you may think and you know content you may think that you have, you are without Christ and minus Christ. Someday we are living in evil times. I mean, we are not. This is not eighteen forty four. Once again, when you know people are ignorant and things were. The, the pace of evil has just increased. The devil has doubled down on his wrath. The Bible says that even when you think that you have so much money and you are living outside of Christ, you are going to face the wrath or the wrath of the devil. It is not going to be business as, as usual. And I pray that our Christian walk and our Christian relationship with Christ may not take the form of business as usual. May you be blessed so much um, by this episode and may you be blessed so much in your personal life in your spiritual walk um may you take the steps to come back to christ and i pray also that i may take the necessary steps to really double down on my faith in christ and to uh, be serious with him and to make him uh, my leader and the focus of my life may you be blessed um in everything that you do in your local church May you be blessed. May your country be, be prosperous. May you, may you experience peace. Even if your, your country is not uh, peaceful, even if a lot of evil is going on around you, may the Lord protect you from all of them. And that is my prayer uh, today, and that is my message to you today. Uh, if you have really loved this episode and you have loved previous episodes, then follow me on Spotify. Uh, or on Google Podcast, and please share uh, these episodes. We are really uh, gaining um, uh, in terms of uh, followers on Spotify. I think right now we are at 53, which I'm, I'm really proud of because I never thought that there was anybody who was following this channel apart from me. I was the first follower, <laughs> of course, uh, but I, I, I know I'm so comforted that about 53 people now find the some some of the things that we discuss in this episode to be valuable and, and a blessing so follow on spotify share with your friends even with people from your church and let us just grow in the word of god and um as we wait for the coming of of, of christ do not comfort conform, conform to the patterns of the world i beg you do not listen to what the world is teaching you do not sit in front of the tv or let your children sit in front of the TV so that they may be taught by Hollywood and Netflix and all that. Do not, and I be, and I pray that do not listen to what people are saying about you know com- contemporary topics um, in the world today. Do not believe what they say on in the internet about marriage, trashing marriage left, right, and center, trashing gender all right and uh, right and center. That is the, that is the aim of the devil to trash everything that God had made 
to be beautiful and to be excellent and he's going to turn each and everything down um everything upside down and do not believe him do not give the devil a foothold in your life and may you be blessed um this day and uh, until we meet again in the next episode uh, have a good one and bye bye